Hi friends, it's the Mature Girl Podcast. This is Bernadette, or Burn, or Bernie, or B. Um, I go by Aunt B for my niece, and um, when I go to Starbucks, I say B because they have a hard time spelling Bernadette, or it's too many letters, and it's just easier for me to say B. It could be a letter. I could sometimes I say B, just put B, the letter. Or sometimes I say, like the bumblebee, B. Come on, people. Just get with it. Sometimes they put V, like the letter V as in violet, which is always fun because, you know, I think they screwed up on purpose. Anyway, it's June. It's almost summer. Well, it's summer in my house because when school gets out, hey, it's summertime. And I'm loving that I have more time to binge watch shows that I've been putting off and movies that I've been wanting to see and no homework to worry about in the evening. So I have a little bit more time and I have more time for this podcast, which is going to be such a blessing because I am ready to get this thing going. I've had some great guests I'm having more great guests and more connections, and it's just going to get bigger and better from here. That's my goal. But what is everyone doing this summer? I think we are going to stick around in this area in Fort Worth. We may do road trips here and there, um, and I think we may do a coast trip. We're just going to like, um, we love to go to Rockport Beach, and it's between like Puerto Aransas and Corpus. It's a beautiful little town, um, a little artsy town. I like to go visit the galleries there. They have a really cute um, um, hotel that's like on the water. You can go fishing, which that's what we like to do. We just like to go out there and fish. And we might go get a, you know, a boat that takes us out either to the bay or um, deep sea fishing or something. Um, It's a lot of fun. We love to go. Um, My nine-year-old girl, doesn't really care for the fishing part of it but she does like to wear all the fishing clothes so that's a bonus right I mean I figure if we can get her some cute little fishing clothes then she'll be happy um what else is going on this summer it's gonna be hot because it was already hot last week and school got out and it was like 100 degrees that day I mean it was still May at that point which is crazy but I'm looking forward to it um, my husband and I went to a fun event over the Memorial Weekend. We um, signed up for the So Far DFW group, and I'm really I'm familiar with the with the group. Um, I'm new to actually attending the shows that they do, but the way you do is you sign up through your email. You get an email notice that says, hey, these are the events that are happening in your area, whether it be Dallas, Fort Worth, Denton, Arlington, the surrounding area. And you can sign up to be a part of that show, which the show, I didn't know this, consists of three uh, musicians. And you know what? Maybe it's not just musicians. It may be like spoken word artists and musicians. I don't know. I have to look into it. Um But in our event, we had three musicians and like the day before the event, they give you the location and ours was at Fort Worth Black House in Fort Worth. It was so much fun. It was such a great afternoon to spend with my husband and to have like the music was great. It was three different bands. One was from Austin, one was from Denton, the other one was from Nashville, but he's from the area here in Fort Worth and 
they just put on a great show. I mean, each artist played like three or four songs. Um, they gave a little background of where they were from, what song was about. They were all singer-songwriters, so it was nice to hear their work. And the whole event was just so intimate. We had to bring, like, cushions and blankets to sit on. Um, and you BYOB, you know, bring your beer, bring your wine. And just um, everything is supposed to be super intimate. So idea behind the So Far group is um two guys I guess this is a story that I heard and I kind of read a little bit about it but he they um were from England London and London England and he and they had gone to a show and they noticed how everybody was like on their phones and not really listening to the bands and kind of just kind of not they were there but they weren't there they weren't there for the for the music or for the whoever was performing and so they wanted to create these intimate shows where people would put down their phones, you know, pay attention. So there's like no talking, no really like conversing with each other or, uh, you know, you can take video and you can take pictures and stuff, but to be staring at your phone, I mean, it's kind of disrespectful and to have that intimate setting, you know, the artist can see you like you're like a feet, two, three feet away. And so having that accountability to uh, give the artists the respect that they deserve and attention. It was, it was so great. I mean, we're definitely going to try to do it again for sure, especially with Fort Worth. I mean, if it's in Dallas, I wouldn't mind doing it, but we heard like some of these um, events happen in small locations. Like this one was at the Fort Worth Black House, which is not really a s- tiny location, but it's not like a huge venue like Bass Hall or Will Rogers or like American Airlines. It's super intimate. I mean, it's not even like, it's more intimate than like House of Blues, like one of those rooms that they have. Um, it was just, it was so great. And uh, I'm so glad we got to go and just experience it because I definitely want to do it again. And it was such a neat concept. And I like the idea of kind of like a secret location that they announced like the day before. And you don't know the artists that are going to be at the shows. So that's fun too. Because you could show up and it could be someone that you know or some you know, new artists that are just up and coming. And the rotation of artists that they have are not necessarily from the area. They could be from anywhere. So that's always, you know, exciting to have. And I just loved it so much. And I can't wait to go again. And um, you guys need to follow them on Instagram because they have um, other events going on. Um, well, Fort Worth Black House does and also so far DFW. So I'm trying to get some friends together to go to the one in Fort Worth in the end of June. I think it'll be a lot of fun. And like I said, like they didn't, my friends didn't know about it until I said something about it. So it was just such a fun event and I, I really cannot recommend it enough. It was just so, it was so much fun and I forgot how much fun it is to see live music like that where it's just so, um, like I said, it's just an intimate location or intimate, um, setting and you feel like you're just part of it and, I mean, it was just so much fun. It was it was completely different than going to a huge venue or going to an outdoor festival. Um, I can't recommend it enough. I, I one one time and I'm hooked now. So and it wasn't terribly expensive either. Our tickets were like fifteen dollars a piece, and I think the max I could buy was three tickets. So, I mean, yeah. If you guys check it out, um, it's so far DFW. Um, they're on Instagram. I think they're on Facebook. And um, 
just sign up their e- sign up with your email and that way you can get, get notices and see what is going on in your area. And they have it all over the world. So if you're out on vacation or if you're visiting someone in another city, they have them in all over the place. So you can actually just attend a show in the city you're visiting, which is also fun because you can get exposed to other artists and uh, just this cool idea. I just love it. Um, that was fun. What else is going on this summer? Ooh, TV. Now, there is a lot of TV and a lot of movies that I'm catching up on. Um, I saw the Bernie Madoff movie, The Wizard of Lies. Um, I just started Mommy, Dead, and Dearest. It's one of those documentaries that is so disturbing that I'm watching it and I can't really look at it because it's, I just kind of have to look away but I can't stop watching it. So I leave it on and makes me kind of have a stomach ache about it because it's just so wrong. I feel like I'm going to have to rewatch it because I was so distracted on how disturbing it was that I was kind of looking away and not really paying attention to it and just listening. It's kind of one of those things. And I hope I don't have nightmares because sometimes when I watch these things, I have really crazy, really vivid dreams and it's, kind of scary um oh another documentary that I'm watching on Netflix is The Keepers which who killed sister Kathy and it's really crazy because I'm Catholic and I send my child to Catholic school and um of course we don't have like nuns that run the school anymore like that's so long ago when they used to do that but um just the idea of things happening in the Catholic church and the Catholic school and it's just, I mean, there's so many measures that the administrators and schools take now, um, to make sure that the children are safe and that our administrators are, you know, legit and they're not child abusers or anything. But this was such a sad story and it involved not just the sister that was murdered, but also just the students at the school and the town and it just showed how corrupt it was but you know it's in Baltimore and it was in the late 60s when the story happened and so what I found interesting is like this was the Catholic white community in Baltimore and in the late 60s you know civil rights was going on um, the Vietnam War was going on so many things were going on and at the same time um, this was happening to the white Baltimore people and well, the Catholic community in that, in that town. And so it was just, I mean, there was just so much stuff was happening all over the place. And it just, it was interesting to see how the church really ran the city and how the, how they had so much influence on the um, government and the police department and just everything. It was, um, you know, you forget about how those connections way back when, um, were so influential to what was going on at the time. And these poor girls that went to the school, school, they had, you know, students that had no idea anything was going on and they just lived their life knowing that they had a great, um, upbringing. They had a great school and they had great education and they just moved on from their lives. And then there was another part of students and girls that went to the school that they were abused and they, um, they suppressed their memories and they suppressed the abuse. So they had no idea what, I mean, they didn't remember what they went through 
it was very disturbing and eye-opening and oh my god it was more to me now it really affects me because I do send my child to the Catholic school and I have no doubt that she's there safe and you know I trust everyone there but it's just that the same way I feel like I trust everybody, those parents were sending their kids thinking that they trusted their church, they trusted their priest, they trusted the administration. So I'm not really sure if, I haven't finished the whole um, series for the Keepers. Um, I'm still, I think on episode four, five, I mean, episode one and two were so, I mean, episode one was just the story about not really what happened to sister Kathy, but telling you that there was a sister at a high school who was a teacher and she was at this Catholic school. Then she ended up going to the public school and she was murdered. She, well, she went missing and then she was murdered. So then the second episode is just, um, a background of the school that she was at before. And it kind of gave you background of what her role in this whole story was, But it really, I mean, it's about her. It's about the sister because they still have uh, unsolved this murder. Well, as so far in this series, I don't even know um, what the outcome is. But it involves so many other people. And these women who went to school were, are now like in their 50s. They had to be in their 60s, I guess. Um, so they are just reliving this nightmare. And then there's another group of women who attended the same school who is helping, um, put the pieces together for these, uh, women that, um, they've, they found out that they had gone through all this abuse and, um, anyways, kind of like a Debbie Downer thing, but it is, um, really good and really intriguing. And I'm not really sure why I'm into all these documentaries and movies and shows that are so weird and um disturbing but I'm just gonna keep on watching and keep on reporting and letting you guys know that um it's okay to watch just be cautious um I'm also watching The Handmaid's Tale which oh my god okay the first couple episodes I had no idea what was going on I was really confused and then it just kind of snowballed into this oh my gosh like I don't know if I can live like that and you know you kind of want to put yourself in the situation where these people are I don't know how you could go from living to having all this technology and having this freedom to being basically a slave to this community and your only purpose is to birth babies and be raped every month and I don't know mentally it's it's pretty disturbing um entertainment wise I mean it's pretty good um so that's a good one. Oh my gosh I've got a funny story about the master of none which is on Netflix and I kind of binge watched that one um within a couple of days last week was the last week of school for my daughter so um no homework which was awesome so we were able to do fun stuff in the evenings and then I got to um spend the rest of my evenings binge watching and, um, so, you know, when you're open up your Netflix and you're like, okay, you go to your queue and you see all these new shows, new releases. And I saw master of none and I really enjoyed the first season. And, um, so I, you know, just clicked on it, started watching 
the first episode and I was like, wow, this is so good. And then, um, I didn't watch the second episode until a couple of days later. So I watched the first one and I, my husband watched it with me. And then, um, the second through maybe the fourth episode he watched with me. And so like the second episode started and I was like, Oh, I was like, I guess they're doing like a recap or like a rewind or this is how it all started um, from the first episode that we watched. And so we kept watching it. And I knew that when I came back the next day, after watching the first episode, when I came back the next day, I should have, I should start on episode two. So I just clicked on episode two, done, done, two, three, four, five, six, went through it. And I'm like, okay, well, then we get to the last episode, which I think is episode 10 or 11. And we're watching it. And I'm like, we've already seen this part like are they just replaying it like are they just recapping what they just did in episode one and my husband's like I don't know and so we kind of look at each other and my sister had been over that time we were watching the last episode because she had already seen the entire season and she says no she says this is the last episode and I said but we've already seen this episode this was the first one we watched well my sister didn't tell me that the week before she had come over and used one of our TVs in our one of the empty rooms that we have. Um, it's like our room that they play video games and we have Netflix on it. And she was in that room and she had finished the series um, of Master of None on my Netflix account. So when I opened up Netflix and I saw Master of None, we ended up watching episode, whatever, the last episode, 10 or 11, first, then watched episode two through whatever, 9, 10. So in my brain, the last episode was like the conclusion to the entire season. And then we watched the first episode, which was like how it all began. Like he was still in Italy and it was in black and white. And it was such a cute part of the story that now we were kind of just confused on the whole thing. And I really thought that I thought, okay, we watched the first episode and it was kind of the conclusion of how things were evolving with this one girl. And then we watched episode two and it was going on and on and on about how this is how it started, how this is how they got together, and this is how they started hanging out, and his little adventures, and <sighs> never again will I just click on something without knowing what episode I'm watching. That's how like eager I was, I guess, to watch it. I just didn't pay attention to what episode it was. Um, so that was my funny story of, my funny story of the day. Um, some more TV shows that I'm looking forward to. Orange is New to Black, House of Cards. Game of Thrones. I feel like having a year a year between each season throws me off because I'm getting old and I cannot remember everything that happened in these past episodes. So the recaps don't really do it for me. I don't really have time to watch the first six seasons of Game of Thrones or however many seasons they have for Orange is New Black, which I don't mind watching those. Those kind of go by quickly for me. I don't know why. Those 30-minute or an hour episodes? I can't remember. Um, probably an hour. But House of Cards is a good one. Oh, that one That one really gets to me because I'm like, this is could happen. And I'm not trying to be political, but things 
are getting crazy out there. So enough said. Um, I'm really getting excited for just being able to connect with everybody again and getting this podcast started or continuing to get this podcast going. It's been a work in progress. I haven't had um, much time to commit to it, which, hey, I'm a busy mom. I work a full-time job and I didn't realize how much time this was going to take to do, but it's been so much fun connecting with people and I'm still doing it and I really want to put myself out there and I still want to keep up the tradition on having um, each guest just kind of spotlight or um, um, give uh, a shout out to anyone who is doing something good or you wanted to uh, promote a product or a brand or anything, an organization. I just really like that aspect of it because there's so many great things that are going on in the world, um, regardless of what you read in the news. So um, if you point out where we need to put our attention to, it just helps that group even more, which I love. And um, the group that I want to uh, focus on today is a group that I really haven't had that much exposure with, but I'm aware of them. And, um, and it just made me appreciate it today because I got an email from this group and it's so sweet that this, um, I had a family member a while back who took in an adult, um, adult who, who, um, was a special needs adult. And so, she was uh, reaching out just to get um, resources and help to find a job for this person and just like groups that this this person could go to. And it was such as, um, you know, this is it's you forget about these groups. And it's um, the Ark of North Texas, the ARC, ARC the Ark of North Texas. Um, and they really do so much for um, adults with special needs. They help. Um, with job search, they help with job job transportation um, to the library. They have social groups. They have fundraisers. Um, it is such a great group, and I know it's not a new group. I know it's not um, anything that no one's. I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard of it, but it is. It truly is a great program. Our neighbor across the street um, is in his fifties, and he lives with his parents who are in their seventies. And they, and he is a special needs um, adult, and he is the sweetest man, and he works at the local Pizza Hut, and um, and they come and pick him up, and they drop him off, they come pick him up for um, the architects, they come pick him up for social events like dances, and pool parties, and um, just different things like that, it's just, it's such a great group, and if you guys have time, or if you have funds, or if you have um just spread the word. I think it's a great organization. It's just really fun to see um, this group that, you know, helps other adults. And sometimes you forget about that group of um, our, our community. And I just, I just, 
I mean, I really just got this email today and it just made me feel so happy that I was still included on the email list because I had reached out for my family member who had taken in a special needs adult. And, you know, I got to talk to um, the local chapter, which is the North Texas. And um, he was so helpful and he was so nice. And he um, continues to send me emails about events that are going on or ways to to volunteer, ways to help. And um, it's just, it was just, I'm so glad that I got that email today because it made me think about all the great things that they do and I can actually um, promote them this time to notify you guys to let you know that there are groups out there that do help special needs adults and um, they just do great things. So keep them in mind when you're uh, making a donation to any organization. Um, They really could use your help. that are going on. Um, Fort Worth Star Telegram is doing the Fort Worthy Awards and it has, I don't know, over like 200 categories or something of people and home and garden, nightlife, shopping, dining, well and wealth, just kidding, health and wellness, places and services. And the a lot of places that I follow on Facebook or Instagram like restaurants and um, nonprofits and um, shops and s- stores and shops and stuff and local stores and shops they uh, are listed here as best of and so um, some things on here I'm like okay yeah I get it um, like best TV lo- best local TV station best local afternoon radio I mean some of the stuff I don't really participate in just because I don't listen to the local radio station except for NPR and um, the public radio music station KXD Um, but they have everything from like best local newspaper best local radio personality best local TV weather person um, best TV anchor um, sportscaster it's just I mean the list goes on and on and I feel like okay if you want to point these, I mean, there's really not that many to choose from, right? Because there's only like a couple of local stations. Um, the fun ones are for me because this is where I spend most of my time in Fort Worth is eating out or shopping. So I particularly love to vote for these categories. Um, just to, I'm just going to do a couple of these. Okay, so Best Bakery. Um, let's see what they have. Stir Crazy Baked Goods. Uh, Pastelas Myra. Blue Bonnet Bakery, Swiss Pastry Shop, and Three Danes Baking Company. Okay, so out of these five bakeries for, what is the category? Best Bakery. I would have to go with, dang, I mean, Stir Crazy is always our go-to for desserts in the evening because they're actually open later in the evening, so we'll go have dinner with some friends, and our last stop will be for dessert, and we will make a trip out to Magnolia, if we're not already on Magnolia, to go to Stir Crazy, because they are open late, and I mean, that is 
the perfect um, dessert place because they have pies, they have cupcakes, they have cake. Um, it's just wonderful. I love it. So I would say stir crazy out of these these five. However, my husband is a big sweets fan, and so he will make two trips, one to Blue Bonnet Bakery and Swiss Pastry Shop to get pedophores, to get coconut cake, to get um, the sugar cookies. Um, they do some kind of um, layer bars uh, with coconut, like seven layer bars, I think that's what they're called. So, I mean, pretty much this list is just the best of the best. One bakery that's not on here, which is not just solely a bakery, which I guess these are not all solely bakeries, like Swiss Pastry, you can have lunch and dinner there, same thing um, for Blue Bonnet, but um, um, McKinley's, which is on University and University Plaza over there, that is, oh, they make really good pedophores, their cakes are delicious, I mean all their sweet stuff is delicious, and they make the cutest cup cookies for whatever events going on for colonial they have like the golf ones for rodeo they have all the rodeo ones school when school starts they do school stuff when school ends they have all kinds of summer things I mean they make the cutest little cookies just like blue bonnet bakery does too but um I really think that McKinley's needs to be on this list for sure um I'm trying to think of other bakeries well I mean obviously Esperanza is where the Mexican bakery is I mean who doesn't love the conchas? I love them. Okay, let's go down to another category just for fun. I just I just wanted to go down some of these the, for dining because I do eat a lot of food and drink. So um, that's what's important to me. Ooh, best barbecue. Let's see what's on this list. Buddy's Slow Smoked, Slow Smoked Competition Style Barbecue. Never heard of it. Angelo's, yeah. Okay, Railhead, yeah. Brown's Barbecue, I have not heard that one. Um, Heme Barbecue or Heme Barbecue. Um, oh gosh, this is really hard. I mean, I go to Heme for, well, we've been going there probably for the past several months. Just like that's our go-to barbecue place because it's just so good. And, oh, my God, like I really overeat there. Angelo's, I haven't been there in a while. My parents used to take us when we were super little. Um, that was kind of our go-to barbecue place. Um, I remember that scary bear being in the front of the entrance. Um, Railhead, eh, I mean, whatever. People go to Railhead to drink. They really don't go there to eat. So, well, I guess they go there to eat, but I know you get a good beer there. Um, best biscuits is a category. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's see who. Azel Cafe, never heard of it. Dixie House, eh. Those aren't biscuits. Those are like, those are like rolls. Unless um, they have biscuits, I don't know. Old South, okay. Black Rooster, okay. Montgomery Street Cafe. Paris Coffee Shop. You know who has the best biscuits? And it's probably, it's not like a biscuit place. It's not like a breakfast place. But Babe's Chicken, I would say their biscuits are pretty good. They need to be on this list. I'm just going to go down the list here. Best Breakfast. Okay, this is fun because I do love to go to breakfast. And we'd go to breakfast brunch every Sunday after church. Um, so let's see what's on the list. Azel Cafe. Still have not heard of this one. I mean, 
I don't make it out to Azel very often, ever. And this cafe is already on this list twice. Um, Old South Pancake House, okay. Paris, okay. Old West Cafe, which is in Bedford. I don't really make it out that way. Or the Beacon Cafe. Nope, nope, and nope. Breakf- best breakfast. You know what needs to be on here? The Vickery Street Cafe. Because I really think that they have a best breakfast. They've got everything from um, Eggs Benedict to waffles, pancakes. And sometimes they feature um, like chef specials. I mean, you can't beat it. It's so good. They're always super busy too. And they're only open for breakfast and for lunch, which is good. Oh, they do have a best brunch category. Now, I guess. Uh, Max, which is in Grapevine. Okay. Bird Cafe. Yum. Azel Cafe. Again. Azel. Really? I didn't know. Uh, Buffalo West. I haven't tried their breakfast. I tried there for dinner. I don't really remember it. I haven't been back since. Um, Blue Mesa Grill. Oh, yeah. That's probably my best the best brunch just because you can get literally everything. It's a buffet, which buffets are the bomb.com because you can get everything. Um, Lucille's. Oh, I forgot about Lucille's and Beacon Cafe. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. Okay, if I were to choose on this list, I would just definitely say Blue Mesa Grill for sure for brunch. That's I, anything with a buffet. Any, I mean, anything that I can get you know, plates and plates of food, which I sound like I'm out of my mind, but you guys know what I mean, right? I mean, this is good stuff here. Okay. Best burger. Now this is Teddy's big burgers in Colleyville. I've never been rodeo goat. Yeah. I would have to say they're pretty good. West Bay Marina on RV park. Mm, I don't even know. Dutch's hamburgers. Okay. They make their burgers with like Hawaiian rolls. I, you know, that's just crazy. Fred's uh, Texas Cafe. Now, going by this list, see, again, there's there's a place, there is a burger place missing from here. I'm, I'm sure Kincaid's, yeah, okay, that's a good one. That's See, Kincaid's, Fred's, and Rodeo are the th- places that are like, okay, if you want to get a good burger, those are your go-tos. Um, I actually went to Chop House Burger in downtown Fort Worth today for lunch, and it was so good um just a regular cheeseburger like no frills it did have a lot of garlic on it but hey I enjoyed it and they had um a fun uh dessert menu and the first one that the uh friend of mine that we went to lunch and he was like yeah I've heard about this great uh Sunday or um not Sunday shake that they have here and we couldn't really see the menu from where we were sitting and then we went to go look and it was the Italian nut job and I was like oh I gotta get it just for the name because it's hilarious um let's see who are they missing on this best burger list and we can get a really good burger um I guess locally these are the the best ones I really can't think of a good place. you know what's a really a good place to get a burger which they closed down which um is Papa Burger I love that place um they had really good shakes the burgers were good I didn't really care for the fries though in fact I think most of the time I didn't even eat a burger there I probably got like the Greek salad or something uh, let's go down the list. Um, best business lunch. Yeah, yeah. I work downtown Fort Worth, Riata, 
uh, Del Frisco's Grill, um, the Capitol Grill, those are the places to go for sure. Um, or like um, Fort Worth Club is a good one too. Um, let's see. Best date night restaurant. Ooh, let's look at this list because I'm always looking for places to go for date nights. Um, okay, Bird Cafe. Like again, I, I work downtown, so I go to these places on a frequent basis, so I'm not really like wanting to... I love downtown. I love working there, but <clears throat> I don't want to go back downtown to go eat dinner. Let's see. Bird Cafe, Del Frisco's Grill. Okay, yeah. Fixture. Ooh. Now, that is a place that I have not been, but I do follow them on Instagram, and everything looks amazing. Lily's Bistro. Amazing. Yeah, that's a good date night place. Clay Pigeon Food and Drink. I have been there. It's great. Eddie V's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's okay. Grace. Yeah, that's a fun place. Riata, meh. I go there for lunch all the time. I don't really. I mean, I, it's date night. Um, I would say another another one that's not on the list here. Maybe I should just make my own list. This this might be a good future podcast, and I can have some feedback from a guest or something. Um, let's see what is not on this list. That's a good date night. Um, let's see. We go to places on Magnolia a lot. We like Cat City Grill, which is a good one. Um, 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 out of these eight that are listed here for a best date night, I would have to go with the fixture just because I haven't been there and I just see that it's just amazing. So I'm going to say that one. I, by the way, am not voting on any of these right now. I'm probably going to have to go back and do them. Best deli. Really? There's not that many delis around here. I'm not even going to click on that. Delis are here are not delis like in New York or whatever. It's not the same. Um, or they don't have a big variety. Let's do best family night restaurant. What do we have here? Okay. Um, apple... Applebee's. Now, first of all, I thought we were doing no chains. This has got to be like a local thing. Okay, Applebee's is on this. Chili's is on this. Cotton Patch. No. And IHOP. No. Oh, my God. What is wrong with this list? Okay. Azel Cafe again. I don't know you, Azel Cafe. Why are you on this list? Who nominated you? Buffalo West. Eh, from across the pond. That's North Richland Hills. I don't know about that one. Joti Garcia's, oh, that's a fun, that is a good, fun family night restaurant. Uh, Max Barn Grill, yeah, okay. Uh, Piatello Italian Kitchen, that would be good because it is in the water side um, area, the water side development they have over there, and they have Still City Pops, they have a big outdoor park area, the kids can run around, it's, I see that as being a good one. Rodeo Goat, um, oh yeah, that's a fun one where the kids can go play all those games. And Woodshed Smokehouse, yeah, you know, I like Woodshed, and I like that it's more of, to me, it's, I know it's outdoors and it's family friendly, but that's a good place to like go with a date, I think, just to, I love people watching, it's, it's, um, that place is a good place to date also, and I guess family night, whatever. Um, let's see what else they have on here for Dine. There's so many categories. Uh, food truck, frozen dessert, hot wings, Italian restaurant, Mexican restaurant, uh, pizza. Oh, let's look at the Mexican restaurant because, I mean, 
I'm picky about Mexican food. I don't even like Mexican food, and I'm Mexican. Hello. Um, it's not my go-to meal. If I'm going to eat something, I want something like Italian or Chinese or oh, sushi. I could eat sushi all the time. Okay, let's see. La Gorbacha. Oh, La Gorbacho. I've never heard that. Uh, it's Arlington. Cancun Mexican restaurant. I have heard of that. It's on Camp Bowie somewhere. I don't know. I've never been there. Joe T's. Okay. I'm not going to get into what I think about Joe T's. It is fun atmosphere. It is a lot of fun to take tourists that have come in from out of town to go there. It's like the place to go. I get it. Um, original Mexican Eats. Yes. That is one of the best Mexican food places ever. And Mariposa's Latin Kitchen. I have not been there, but I have been to an event that they did cater and it was delicious. Um, our go-to Mexican place is, um, let's see, the original, oh, La Playa Maya on Camp Bowie has the best ceviche ever. So yummy. It's my go-to. I will eat that all day long. All day long. Let's see what else we got for dining. Um, this is fun. They needed to ask me what they needed to put on here. Let's see. Best pizza. Yeah, yeah. I know it's going to say like mamas and all that stuff. Yeah, whatever. Oh, best sushi. Okay, let's see what's on this list. And I will let you know my pick because sushi is only done right one way. And that way is fresh. Um, let's see. Okay, blue sushi. Yeah. I've been there. Several, several times. And I've had hit or miss service, which makes the experience of actually eating there um, not very, I wouldn't be my go-to. Um, Sinjuku Station, yes. Tokyo Cafe, yes. Uh, Little Lily Sushi, okay. That place is good and I always forget about it. And Sushi Axiom on 7th Street is my favorite sushi place in Fort Worth. Thank you for being on this list. Um. It's one of those places that I go to a lot of sushi places around town, like all these Tokyo cafes. I go to those places and I've had my experiences where like, yes, it's good, but Sushi Axiom is the only place that I've been where when I first started going there, it was like fresh every single time. Like their California rolls, which, okay, everybody eats the California rolls when they go to sushi place. It's kind of the go-to. I get it. But it is the freshest, and it's not too much like whatever they use, like mayo or whatever they use to mix the crab meat. It's not too heavy. It's really light. And like I said, like the salmon that they use is real fresh. I mean, everything that I've had there has been excellent. So Sushi Axiom. Thank you. You get a Fort Worthy Award, Fort Worthy Awards, for putting Sushi Axiom on the list. Um... Okay, let's see. What let's, let's go to places. I want to see what the hell that's about. Best apartment community? I don't know. Best colleges? Well, I mean, there's several to choose from. Day trip destination, golf course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Local attraction, local event, best park. Best place to worship? Oh, my God. Let me see what's on this list. I mean, really? Do you need a best place to worship? People worship from their home. Like, why do you need a... What? Okay. University Christian Church, Arborlawn United Methodist. Christ Chapel, Bible Church, Good Shepherd, Catholic Community, 
um, McKinney Church, Westside Unitarian, First United Methodist Church of Fort Worth, Calvary Lutheran, and Holy Family Catholic Church. Well, being as I'm Catholic and my church is not on there, I would put my church on this list because I feel like it's the best place to worship. Thank you very much. Um, and that would be St. Andrew Catholic Church. Thank you and good night. Okay, I'm not going to keep you guys any longer. Um, let's look at the places to shop. Athletic shoe store, really? Bicycle shop? Okay. I'm not a cyclist. My husband is. And I would have to say Colonel's should be on this list. Let's see. Bicycles Inc., Colonel's Bicycle, Melojani's Performance, REI, and Velo Gold. Oh, Velo Gold's on here. We think we know the guy who owns that one. And he builds really cool bikes. Um, grocery store. Ooh, let's see if HEB's on here. I go to HEB in Granbury, and it's not on this list. I mean, Central Market's on the list. I get it's kind of the same thing. HEB people, we need to put one in Fort Worth somewhere. I doubt they'll go because Central Market's there. But love the HEB. Shopping, let's see. Oh my God, best e-cigarette vapor shop. No, thank you. Um, luxury car dealership, really? There's only like two. Park Place and Audubon. Let me see what's on here. Oh, and Audi, I guess. Audubon, yes. Grubbs Infinity. Oh, I forgot about the Infinity. Park Place, yes. Sewell, oh yeah. Park Place, Lexus, Grapevine, Classic Buick. Okay, I see where you're going with all this. I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of car you have. I've been to both Park Place and Audubon. I honestly, I don't know. I think I, li I like Park Place better, but maybe I should vote for them. Uh, women's Shoe Store, Women's Fashion Store. Let's see who's on that one. Oh, we do have a friend who has their store on here. Okay, let's see. <clears throat> Best Women's Fashion Store, Social Rose, Keller, Lala Rue. Okay, that's not a store. Loft, Squinky Chick, Boutique, Keller, The Paisley Heart. Never heard, never heard, never heard. Okay, don't like those options whatsoever. Sorry. Oh my gosh, the categories are endless. I don't even, I mean, there's just some best wine and liquor store. I mean, I don't know if you really need a best of. It's kind of like... Just go and get it wherever you can. Um, let me see where my friend has her um, her shop, which is, oh, Best Gift Boutique. If you guys go and vote, Best Gift Boutique, this is one I know I can totally plug. Um, it's the Texas General Store. It's located in Grapevine. Those are friends of ours. Um, it's a fun store. They have everything from um, gifts like shirts and Texas-themed things to uh, Texas wine, Texas um, chili mixes, food, things things that are just around Texas. Um, that's a place. And go visit the store. It's so cool. The whole street is cool. Um, but let's see what else is on there on the list as well. Gene Allen's Gifts. Nope, I don't know what Hell House Vintage Living, um, that is a very neat store. Lawrence's is a neat store. P.S. Letter, yes. All these are great contenders, but I would say vote for Texas General Store. Just help my friends. 
Um, let's see. Let's look at health and wellness and then we will wrap this up. Oh my God. There are so many categories. Best chiropractor, cosmic surgery, day spa, dentist, eye center. Okay. Health club, medical spa, pediatric clinic. I mean, really, I don't know if there's like, these are like by preference. This isn't just because, um, I mean, I don't know. Services, best bank, best beauty salon, best. Ooh, let's look at beauty salon because I'm always looking for somewhere to get my hair done. And I really don't do anything to my hair because it's naturally curly and that means it's naturally crazy. So I don't need much to it. Okay, Couture's Salon, uh, Courtney's Cottage Hair Salon, Bombshell Beauty Factory, Magnolia Avenue Salon, and Zila Salon Day and Spa. I have not tried or heard of any of these. Well, I've heard of them, but I have not tried any of these. So I don't know where my where my vote is going to go with that one. And also, I don't know how I'm going to get through these categories. There's so many. I mean, you would have to spend hours. Let's see. It does say there's 10 days left to vote, which today is June 1st. The last date to vote is June. I can't. I don't have my glasses on. Uh, June 12th. It's tiny lettering, people. I'm not that old. Um, best eyelash extension salon, best veterinary clinic, best tattoo and piercing, tanning agent, uh, real estate agent, real estate agency, best pharmacy, best pet grooming, best law firm. I mean, really, that's a lot of stuff to list. Let's go back to the fun stuff, like the food and the shopping. Okay, let's see which categories I kind of went over um let's do Italian restaurants just because I love Italian food over Mexican food and Cafe Bella I love that place it's on um South Hills by TCU it's so yummy Mamma Mia oh yeah that's a good one Nanatata yeah 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 again I love Italian food um oh my god Olive Garden is on here that's not local. Like, I mean, I know it's local here, but it's not like, it's a chain. I would not put a chain on here. Uh, Piatello Italian ch- Kitchen. Um, Piccolo Mondo. It's in Arlington. You know what's not on here? And it's not really Italian food. Um, Chadra. Mesa. Bar and Grill. That place is good. It's a buffet as well. They have the best pizza. They have the best hummus. Um, oh, yeah, I could go on. I mean, it's not Italian food, but I mean, if they have pizza, it's kind of like Italian. Let's look at nightlife. Best bar for music, best bar staff. You know what? The bar scene is not my scene these days, um, but it's going to be funny to look at happy hour because I do go to happy hour. Let's see. Blue Mesa Grill. Sure. Blue Blue Sushi. Sure. Boomer Jacks. Meh. Nah. No Frills Grill and Sports Bar. Eh. Woody's Tavern. <sighs> yeah. I mean, anywhere, actually, you can go get a drink. Riyadh is a good place to have um, happy hour. Uh, let's see what else they have. Country and Western Bar. See, I don't really do the Country and Western scene. Oh, best singles bar. I'm married, and this is going to be funny. Billy Boggs. Okay. Capital Bar, I guess. Electric Cowboy, I guess. No Frills 
Girl Sports Bar Studio 80. I mean, I guess it's just like any bar. Whatever. That's funny. Um, patio deck. That's my favorite thing to do is to sit on a patio and people watch. Bar 2909, Buffalo West, Flying Saucer, HG Supply, Joe T's, Whiskey Garden, Woodshed. I would have to say all of these are great patio decks. Um, who has a really good patio that we were at recently? A oh, Rodeo Goat has one. Um, that's fun. Uh, let's look at health and wellness. Oh, we already did that one. Home and Garden, best flooring company, best furniture. Let's look at furniture. I want to see if they have my favorite furniture store. Sam's Furniture and Appliance. No. May Maya's. No. Haverty's, Stacy, Ashley, Into the Garden, and Wears. Um, my favorite furniture store is not on here, but I will let you guys know that my favorite furniture store in Fort Worth is um, Furniture by Consignment or Consignment something. It's on South Hewlin. It's by that Kroger shopping center area. Um, a lot of their furniture are is consignment from people that are selling from like estate sales. And then some of it is from houses um, or from realtors or home um, designers who um, home, they set up the homes for them when they sell them and they use the furniture like once or twice and they go and consign it. It's my go-to place. They have a revolving inventory and the prices there are so cool because like they'll put a price and then after a certain number of weeks, it'll be um, a lower price. And then when it me we meets the maximum um, weeks of the, if it's sitting on the floor, it'll reach its lowest price. So there's three sets of prices and each price goes down. And then sometimes they have like 10% off, like if it's a holiday or something. And so if you go somewhere, you find a piece of furniture, it's after the certain date. It's been so many weeks since it's been there. Um, they'll even mark it off even more. So I love that because I did that um, a couple of summers ago when we were redoing our living room furniture and we were completely redoing our living room. I would go like every week just because their inventory changed just so much. And um, I was able to look at... Uh, keep an eye on some pieces that I really, really liked. And um, I was able to get it after so many weeks and it worked out really good. So check it out, consignment. And it's on South Healing. I can't remember the name of it really, but. Um, well, guys, I know I've been rambling on about this Fort Worthy um, voting. I feel like I'm missing something on here that I wanted to touch on. Maybe places. Let's see. Oh, yes. They have the best private school on here. And there's only like four or five schools on here. Um, Nolan Catholic, Fort Worth Country Day, Fort Worth Academy, All Saints, and Trinity Valley, which are all great schools. I have not, I'm not like bashing any of them, but um, there are other private schools out there. I wonder how these places were nominated. I mean, I didn't really read into too much on how these places um, are nominated, but it'd be interesting to know where they got their list from. Because like that Azel Cafe place was popping up all over these 
um, eateries and I've not heard or nor do I know where it is. Um, uh, best camera store, Arlington Camera, Best Buy, and Fort Worth Camera. I mean, obviously, Fort Worth Camera, duh. I'm still going through this list. There's just so many places. Dry cleaner, florist. I mean, dry cleaner is really, like, based on where you live. Because, I mean, you don't want to go around town. I mean, unless you find somewhere really good. Tanning salon. People still tan. Are you kidding me? Um, best transportation service. What is that all about? Like, the bus? Dark careers. Firefighting finest. Oh, so like moving companies, Lyft, well, that's like a Uber, the T administrative offices and Smiley Transportation. That is a weird category. And those are some all over the place nominees. Um, like I said, go to fortworthy2007.com, Fort Worthy Awards. Uh, last day to vote is uh, June 12th at, I'm looking at this. 9 a.m. Central. And like I said, there's like over 200 categories here, guys. So uh, let me know what you guys recommend. And I'm going to try try it out. I mean, you know, uh, I'm trying to see if they have anything for podcasters. Best podcaster in the area. They have radio. They have bl- Oh, they have blog and blogger, which this isn't really a blog. But um, 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 Twitter feed. Oh, we got to look at that. I got to see who has the best local Twitter feed. Um, at Frog Daddy TCU, at uh, Gilberton, at TCU Football, and at Trace Chowdown. Hey, Trace Chowdown. I follow him on Instagram and on Facebook, and it looks like he likes food as much as I do. Well, I'd be interested to get him on the podcast, too, because I love to eat. Um, okay, guys. I have gone through my list of things that I'm going to do, what I'm going to watch, and hopefully you guys can share with me what you're doing this summer, and I can't wait to get more episodes out here with some people and some groups, and we can just all talk about all the fun things that are going on, and um, keep me in mind when you're looking at Facebook or Instagram, I'm at Material Podcast, and email me at materialpodcast.com at gmail.com and check us out on iTunes. We're on iTunes guys and SoundCloud and just rate me and give me some tips and you guys can call me up or you can't call me cause I didn't give you my phone number, but email me or, um, message me and let me know if you guys want to join the conversation. I really would love to have anyone and everybody. Um, this is going to be fun. I'm losing my voice right now, so I gotta go. Ciao babies. <laughs>